Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Kenny Rongo. Ken is a children's and youth worker at Grace Point Church. Many thanks for joining in to this podcast. On Mondays, we'll be thinking of stories making headlines in the country and all over the world. But we won't stop there. We'll go ahead and process all that as followers of Jesus and citizens, not just of this country, but as citizens of a much better country whose builder and the architect is God. Yes, that's what we'll be doing every Monday. This week, we look back at what has been making headlines in the news over the last one week, and a lot has been happening. As we all know, COVID-19 continues to ravage the country, and it is sad to hear of more deaths being reported every day as a result of this pandemic. This week, we have had the Minister of Health talk of a possible fourth wave of new infections in the country. We just need to keep praying that the God who is in charge even of tiny viruses like COVID-19 will help us as a country and continue helping us through this pandemic. Still on this COVID-19 pandemic, we are grateful to God for the arrival of the second dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine in the country for those who had received the first dose. This in itself is good news to many who have been waiting for the second dose. However, on vaccines, one story has made international headlines. This week, we have heard from the World Health Organization, WHO, of what they called as cadres iniquity in vaccine distribution in the world. Get this, they say that more than 75% of all vaccines has been administered, get this, in just 10 countries. 75% of all vaccines has been administered in just 10 countries. There's no diplomatic way to say it, WHO Director General lamented. A small group of countries that make and buy the majority of the world's vaccines control the fate of the rest of the world. Here's a reason for us to keep praying for our countries in the developing world, and more so those that are highly affected by the virus and can't access these vaccines. Moving on and getting away from the deaths that are reported as a result of the pandemic, we have, over the past several days, continued to see headlines of mysterious deaths of citizens in our country. It's sad that almost every day there is a case being reported of someone being killed or someone being found dead. This week, a case that has been in the headlines is that one of an eight-year-old girl who died in a very mysterious circumstances at a time when she was supposed to be in school. Her body, it's reported, was found by her parents in a hospital here in Nairobi after an agonizing five-hour-long search for her. We didn't need to keep praying over these mysterious deaths that we are watching in the news and reading even in our local dailies. We need to keep asking God to have mercy on us as a country and to forgive us of this innocent bloodshed happening almost on a daily basis in the country. On international news, we continue praying for those who are being affected by the recent volcanic eruption in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Many lives were lost and lots of property destroyed by this natural disaster. Our prayers are with all those who have been affected by this. Let's pray for them. It's good to remind ourselves, however, 
that even with such disasters, God is good. Yes, he is good and sovereign of all. He is still in charge even when such disasters hit us. As you can tell by now, a lot has happened in the last one week. Time won't allow us to talk about everything that has been happening here in the country and far from here. Now, for the remaining time, we want to focus our attention on one more story that has been making headlines in our country in the past week. And this is the 18th National Prayer Breakfast that was themed a hopeful future. A lot can be said about this prayer breakfast, which brought together the heads of the three arms of government, giving them time to pray for the country. Those attending included the president together with his deputy, the two speakers of both of our houses, as well as the recently sworn in Chief Justice. I must say, it was great to see these leaders pray and lead the country in praying. We for sure need to commend them for this, not just being those on the front line to criticize them. It was good to see some members of parliament pray, and do I say, point out the importance of prayers. Now, looking through what transpired during this breakfast, here are a few thoughts for us. First, it would be good for us believers to keep praying for our country. This national prayer breakfast needs to be well publicized and even churches all over the country join in in praying for the nation. It's good to see leaders pray for the country, but it would be better to see more believers, those who believe in Jesus and believe in the power of prayer, praying for the country. The sad reality is that me and you are always tempted to say what the government is not doing or ought to be doing. We are quick to point out figures to the leaders and spend less time praying. If at all we believe that God hears and answers prayers, then we ought to heed Paul's call in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 2 to pray for those in authority. Paul in these verses says this to believers. I urge, then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Yes, we ought to pray for those in authority. Instead of criticizing our leaders and sadly joining in with everyone else calling them names, why not pray for them? Why not spend a minute or two today praying for our national leaders, or even those close at home, leaders of your church, or even of your workplace? Secondly, we need to pray for fellow believers in positions of leadership. Yes, we need to pray for believers in positions of leadership. We all can agree that it is tough to be in positions of power and not be swayed by the current of what's happening there. We ought then to spend more time praying for believers in positions of power. It would be good to have the likes of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in positions of power and leadership in our country. People who take their faith seriously and stand for the gospel. And we can get bold Christians start out for Jesus if only we pray for them and we pray for boldness for them as they start for Jesus daily in this leadership positions. So let's pray for fellow believers in positions of leadership.
Thirdly and lastly, we ought to hear the gospel of Jesus being proclaimed in such events. Yes, we ought to hear the gospel of Jesus being proclaimed in such national events. It was good that we had several leaders stand up and read from the Bible. I noted most of them did mention that it was a privilege for them to be able to do so. We even had a keynote speaker during this prayer breakfast who from time to time quoted from the Bible in his speech, which the president a few minutes later referred to as a motivational talk. What was lacking in this breakfast keynote address was the good news of Jesus being proclaimed. I wish and pray that in future such gatherings, the gospel of Jesus would be well and clearly held as the only hope for a fallen world like ours. If we really want to see what this prayer breakfast called a hope for future, then we need to be reminded that the real problem with a country like ours is one, sin. Why they not start here? That we are a country that is made up as a result of Genesis 3. That we all come from the first Adam. And with this, then we can be told of a second Adam. The better Adam who came to rescue us. The better Adam who never disobeyed, but fully obeyed. Who came to rescue citizens of this country from sin. And citizens of all the world from sin. How we ought to have bold followers of Jesus. Just put this out there in such an event. Maybe what we need to pray for is that in such events, we'll get followers of Jesus who will be bold enough to proclaim Christ and him crucified. Maybe we can learn from Apostle Paul who would seize every opportunity to speak of Jesus, even who was at a trial. At one point in Acts 26, he shared the good news of Jesus so clearly and powerfully to King Agrippa. Agrippa said to him, In a short time, would you, Paul, persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains. What an example we all get of Paul here. He would seize every opportunity to speak of Jesus. He wanted all to know Jesus whom God put forward as a sacrifice for our sins and for the sins of the world. He wanted all to know that it is in Jesus and only in Jesus forgiveness of sins is found. As we bring this to a conclusion then, we ought to say that we all ought to long and to look forward to a better country. We might not get that here in this country, but for all those who have put their hope and faith in Jesus, that theme from the National Prayer Breakfast is true of us. We have a hopeful future. As we keep praying for our country now, let's keep our eyes fixed on that better country to come, one that will be devoid of sin, the flesh and the devil. But until then, let's keep praying. Until then, let's keep evangelizing. Until then, let's keep proclaiming Jesus and him crucified as the only hope for a foreign world. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grace Point Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. 
Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.